Now continues the talking with the mind and the mental faculties. In last Thursday, I read a number of verses of Shanti Deva's Bodhisattva Chaya Avatara. There happens to be, I think it's chapter fourth, and uh, and a verse, uh, verse five, and uh, anyway, all of those. Uh, verses are talking about the mind. So we really established everything, whatever our thing is, the sources of everything is a mind. We've been able to establish that. And then we also talked mind and mental faculty. And uh, reasons why we talk mind and mental faculty, although Mind and mental faculties are almost the same. There, many of them came as us. Whenever they are together, when that mind is functioning, with the allow with that mental faculty, particularly five omnipresence mental faculties are always has to be there. And uh, others, virtue, non-virtue, whatever, and many of those five which ascertains the object, whatever you are looking, also has to be there. So they came together, they remain same time, they sort of uh, disappears or changes at the same time. Anyway, uh, it's not the way I'm talking now, but they are, each one of them are actually connected with the principal mind from five important points of view. So therefore, as I said the other day, although we talk about 50-some-odd mental faculties and the mind, they are not completely separate. So it functions together. It focuses at the same time. It comes at the same time. Whatever the material it is, and it is, it is also same thing. When I say material, what it is, I mean continuation. You know, you have to remember here, Dharma Kirti has said, So the mind has no mind, does not become mind. So the continuation of the mind, and it has to be mind. So therefore, it's no mind doesn't become mind. And my here, it is a very important question. I know everybody will think it twice, three times, because you will say, how can, if a non-mind cannot become mind, how can there be artificial intelligence? How can there be, how can it be interdependent race? And all kinds of questions will come in. But the one, according to the book, there are reasons. I will not go for that just now. But later you will get it. Non-mind does not become mind. No mind does not become non-mind. So, so whatever mind becomes uh, the condition or the cause or condition, whatever it comes, it has to be mind immediately before that. It is a mind and thereafter it becomes whatever another mind or whatever. So the conditions are, has to be uh, not all the conditions, but that's not right. But, uh, you know, there are like uh, three things I think has to happen. And uh, one is the original cause. It's called the Dagen, and the ownership cause. And uh, then the focal point cause. And, and then uh, it's called the immediate cause, triggering point. And uh, so, so all of those, except focal point, almost all has to be mind. So mind becomes a mind, non-mind does not become mind, no non-mind, no mind does not become non-mind. So that is a one important 
position. However, why we make the distribution between the mind and the mental faculties, that's where we can understand better. Each and every mental faculty has its own very specific job. Uh, very specific job. And uh, apparently, when you're finding that you're missing any one of those mental faculties, and then what's happening is, uh, is uh, we're having a problem with the mind. What do we call it? Loose screws, or become cuckoo, and all of those are actually the problem with the mental faculties. So the actual mind to be able to function as a, as a perfect, all these mental faculties function. So we need, uh, that's why, that's why it's divided. That's make us too easy to see what is mind, what is mental faculties. And I did say the other day, the definition of the mind is, um, actually there's uh, two things. One, the the purpose of the mind purpose of the mind is to to acknowledge to see it to recognize and the purpose of the mental faculties to make it certain to to ascertain to make it remember, to make it uh, sort of, you know, put all together, uh, put it all together. Those are the jobs of the mental faculties. Mind itself is just simply reasons and acknowledges and see it. And um, it's like a big mirror and wherever it looks, it sees. Again, uh, definition of the mind here is uh, searching rigba. It is clear and uh, it sees. Searching rigba. Uh, clearly seeing is actually, it is the sort of uh, definition of a mental faculty. I'm not sure whether my English words is right or wrong, but the Tibetan is definitely right. Searching rigba. Sal, Rik, that's the truth, Rikba and Salwa. Okay, Sal is clear, Rikba really seeing, knowing, all that. Or can be even experiencing, you know, it's interpretable. And uh, anyway, Rigba is such a word that sometimes even used very high level in Dzogchen area, like a Sujerum, which are called, all his centers are called Rigba centers. So I don't think he calls mind centers. So it's the Rigba centers. That's a different way of looking, but it's the same Rigba. Uh, same word, same spelling, everything. Anyway, when you say clear, and I did say the other day, clear, there's a lot of ways and means of understanding the clear. When you are confused something, and then somebody can sort it out, and it's make it clear to you, that's one way of looking clear. The another way of looking clear, and when there's not enough light, and when it's at the dark, and when it's just kind of read clearly, and that is, uh, and then we turn the lights on because of the power of the light, make the object to be clear, to be able to perceive by our eye consciousness. Eye consciousness. So that is one way of clearing. Another way of clearing is if you project something to mirror. And if you project something to mirror, and if there is no, this is, this is interesting. What I'm thinking my mind, and what I wanted to say is two different things. <laughs> what I wanted to say 
is uh, you know showing the object to the mirror and the mirror gives you reflection and uh, that is the another thing a clear reflection and that is the different different way of clearing but what i wanted to say is what i don't want to say what is getting in my head is a funny the funny is uh because i keep on thinking if the mirror is dirty and it has a lot of uh, somebody with it picked it up dirty rag maybe with has a lot of oil or something rub on that mirror and um and uh, then you try to see your object in that mirror you're not going to see it clearly because of the dirt or oil or whatever on the mirror right and that's popping up on my head but that's not what i wanted to say today but uh there's a reason for this why is it popping up on my head uh that is reason is uh, this is little too early to say actually but might as well as say it because it won't stop out of my head So you know this uh, this dirty thing that you put on the mirror make it confuse make it, whatever the object you are showing to it it will not make it clear it will be it will create a confusion uh, just like that our delusions and our obstacles with that's why we call it obstacles negativities why do we call it obstacles these obstacles create our mind unable to see the reality clearly although mind has a quality the quality is this the mind is mind is established mind being mind as soon as the moment mind became mind it came in the natural of being clear the clarity is the natural of the mind the natural of the mind so that's why i'm saying there's no need of light to make it more clear there's no need of object shown like a reflection it's a different reflection actually reflection is virtually reflection nothing in there is virtually reflection whatever it is here but mind seeing clearly is different why mind is not a camera but the mind is like a camera mind see the object and uh, take it sort of uh, takes a sort of a photograph photographic um i don't want to say memory but a photographic whether it is a word sound or physical form or smell or whatever it is some kind of or even feeling or experience it takes some kind of a photographic type of thing that what you see or whatever see uh, wh- whatever you're focused you get that duplication a sort of duplication and that duplication itself the mind is born in is natural the moment mind is born in is natural the capacity of doing that particular job has been born with that it is the mind's quality so the mind whatever encounters not only it perceives but it takes in the moment when i say take in there's no in and out because mind doesn't have a form however there's a space and part of that space is became or the part of mind itself it becomes becomes that photographic type of whatever they are perceiving sensing rigba so that is the clarity we are talking about it so the mind has that capacity it is by natural 
is his mind is a natural quality of a mind to be able to sort of perceive it's almost like zoomed in zoomed in now again that's a wrong language zoom means you are focusing out like this but over here it takes in it's sort of really i don't want to say it but looks like almost sucked in and it takes in whatever you are focusing and that is clarity there and that's called clarity that doesn't mean it absolutely see it everything recognize the blue as a blue and black as black and white as white they don't do that that is my, not mind is not mind aspects of it the mental faculties immediately comes in functioning together the mental faculties will notice is this a yellow is this a blue is this a green is this a round it is a square it is whatever they perceive that the clarity part of it was done by the mental faculties including remembering maintaining all of those sorting out uh, categorizing and um also almost like cataloging and um easy to find it back all of them are the mental faculties job not the mind uh, mind not the major mind is job mental faculties does and that's why we divide mind itself within the mental faculties and the mind even mental faculties are divided into like 54 or something so each one of them do different job and that's where we can understand better because otherwise it becomes a mumble jumble one thing and um and it almost including everybody I think almost everyone as a when the moment we say mind it become some kind of identification I don't I don't know whether it's a name or some category or something something within our mind and a sort of uh, a mera like uh, something we we identify but it becomes big sort of big lump with that sort of a big lump mind is a such a thing which almost has no limit of its capacity no limit of everything it is a such a fantastic just a symbol one little category called a uh, mind and then sort of have image of a uh, milky uh, lake or milky uh, mera or reflection type of thing can never be justified understanding of a mind and that's why these mental faculties are so important and also i like to say something more about this mind still as i said when the mind sees the clarity of the mind mind sort of perceives a photographic type of thing what happens is mind has an capacity to, let's say if a mind is looking at a glass of water the moment the mind focuses the glass of water and the mind has a capacity to be able to not only perceive but really to take in to take in and the glass of water uh, not only the the glass but also you know and also sees the the cut glass here the cut designs whether the glass is full or half full or full or sees the gold ring over everything mind be able to take in and hold it 
and each of those mental faculties will come and tell me this is crystal glass and this is this is cut and there is this is square shape and here's this flower design and there's this thing all of them and ultimately it produces a picture a picture like photograph like image within my mind having the shape of the glass and everything along with the background all of them and even along with the date or time the faces of the people reactions everything be able to see them see it and the mental faculty make it clear to me and uh, and uh, this is the and as i said this is the mind's capacity that's what the mind does i mean there's a, there's a no mechanism and because we did this because that's why like the showing the reflection in mirror we have a mechanism i show the glass to the mirror and the reflection of the glass showing was showing back to me that's a mechanism and here mind perceiving thing is a binational of the mind it's sort of mind power it perceives it becomes that way there is no sort of evolution type of because of this that happened because this that happened it doesn't mind just perceives and received there not only received but it becomes a part of it the moment it sees it becomes that photograph like image and that been able to restore within our mind so that's why natural of the mind is something clear simji rangshi wasa watmanne lobrowa the mind natural of the mind is like luminance no shape no color nothing but luminance in nature light in nature something very special light in nature this has been ever since mind can mind can the moment you have a mind mind in that form in that way and then now we say we say mind perceives mind maintains image all this it is like mind experienced it's like experience when we experience when we taste this sweet uh, in our tongue or chili on the tongue that is experience we have when we touch the feelings what do we have these feelings are experience so when i say it becomes part of mind uh, it maintains and it sort of it is experience it's like an experience i don't i can't exactly say it is but it's like experience that's how mind keeps and when i say it becomes photographic like like not not a photograph just photograph like that's what happens also when we say mind mind is not something physical physical it is gone beyond the physical or forms gone beyond the physical and the forms and also natural it is clear light clear and uh, whatever mind perceives again it perceives clear and you know when i say definition of mind is clarity there's a lot of uh, clear session rigba clear and seeing that is mind is naturally it is gone beyond the physical form so the light in nature 
illuminates. That's why it's clear. Where and how they perceive the materials, and again, is not a physical. It takes some kind of imagery as a part of the mind. So it is clear. Also, the natural of the mind is not either damaged or diluted by attachment, hatred, etc. of those negative mental faculties. So there, and also, it's not the positive mental faculty either. It is not the negative mental faculty. It's not a positive mental faculty. So it's a sort of a very neutral, very neutral, natural. So that's why it is clear. So that's the clarity aspects of the mind. And that's how we have to understand. Now, I still wanted to talk a little more about this, again, this mind. I think I said the first day, the mind is uh, empty, not emptiness empty. Sort of really, it's a space-like empty. Because there's no physical form, so it's a space-like empty. So that's why I mean going beyond the form going beyond the physical shape, color, anything tangible, what do we call it tangible, something we physically can catch and hold it. So that's, it's gone beyond that. And that's why when people say, I'm going to capture the consciousness, and I think it's, just, uh, I like to say good luck. Because there's no way one can capture the mind. But on the other hand, I also said our mind is tapped in our physical body too. Because it is a karmic power and that becomes much more powerful than that of, uh, that of uh, mind power. So because of the karmic power, we take the physical rebirth of whatever it is, bird or snake or dog or cat or human being or samsaric gods, whatever. Because of that karmic power which we created by ourselves and by our own mind, it's its own creation of that karmic power can control this mind and can limit this mind sort of they can ground the mind for the number of days that when we live in our life. Uh, we are sort of grounded by karmic power. You know, they, they, when the kids may behave wrongly, we say they grounded those kids. So that is exactly what the karmic power has done for us, uh, grounded in the, the number of days that we live in life. It is grounded uh, within this little cocoon, what do we call it, body. It is cocoon too. Again, mind. I said session rigba. Session rigba. Uh, clear by natural and uh, can easily see it or touch it, feel it, experience of object, whatever you focus. Session, Rigba. So when the moment you talk about mind, that's what we have to understand. We just can't have image of some kind of milky lake, some uh, sort of a tiny little milky lake of one inch square uh, something within our heart or brain or something we identify that as a mind I don't think it works so mind itself is empty completely empty you can even say like a mirror even mirror has something there 
But in our eye perception right now, when we have a mirror, we see the, all the reflections. We almost see, say, nothing there, but all reflections. Just like that, luminance in nature, capable of not only uh, reflecting, capable of perceiving, perceiving, capable of taking in, and not only the reflection, but uh, something, something, not a part of that thing, but something you can take in and be able to experience and all that. Okay, so that's about clear. That's about it. So now the second question, what I like to say is the earlier what I don't want to say. That's the one. So now the question is, how does mind perceive things? We say it takes part, a photograph and all that. So what do the mind really perceive? Does mind really perceive whatever it is there as it is? Actually, mind sees whatever it is there, it sees, it perceives. Whatever is the reality there, mind sees and perceives. Okay, now a lot of questions will rise. In that case, mind be able to perceive everything as it is. In general, we have to say yes, because it's the quality of the mind. That doesn't mean mind is free of all obstacles. Although a luminance in natural clarity, but still, mind does have a problem, which my head's been popping up, saying, you know, dirty cloth rub the mirror, and it makes the mirror dirty. Similarly to that, mind can be, can be influenced by our negativities. When you have that negativities, these negativities does not become the natural of the mind, however it becomes obstacle. Obstacle. What do they obstruct? They will obstruct our mind to see wrong, not to see right. So seeing right, right, correct, is the mind's natural. But Although it is natural, but we can see wrong too. This is reality. This is reality. This happens all the time to everybody. Those who are fortune tellers, they can get wrong information. Those who are psychic, uh, they can get wrong information. Normally they are right. But the wrong information can always happen, always happens. Those who do more, the more goes wrong, always happens. Uh, not always wrong, but it happens. That is because though the mind natural does not change, but it has a, a problem, the problem comes in. The problem is, when I give the example, I give the example, dirty rag or mirror. But here is not the mirror, the dirty rag on the mind. The dirty rag on the mind temporarily blocks the mind capacity of seeing things right. Although ordinary human beings, any mind, eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, touch everything, feeling everything, consciousness, be able to see whatever it is, it doesn't go wrong. But it goes wrong deeper than that. In the reality level, it goes wrong. It goes wrong. And that is not the natural of the mind is wrong, 
but it has a some kind of some kind of submerge submerge in the mind and that's why we see wrong this is interesting sometimes you know the things is not really is not there but mind perceive is there for example ego ego is not there if that that's the one of the reason why you go and search and go through and you find is not there because it is reality but sometimes we perceive and why we perceive because on our mind not in the natural of the mind on our mind we have those uh, those uh, smudge things which make us confuse and this is not in according to reality of our mind reality of our mind really sees the truth but mind sometimes perceive untruth that's not in according to the reality of the mind however because of the smudge mental faculties some of them go wrong instead of getting clear mental faculty and uh, it gets uh, some kind of uh, hatred mental faculty that's why i used to say even say now the mind is like crystal lampshade clean clear crystal lampshade the mental faculties are like light bulbs the hatred becomes like a red light bulb and then the moment you turn the red light light on the red light reflects this clean clear crystal and it becomes a red colored crystal when we look from a distance we perceive ha huh, red crystal lampshade in reality it's clean clear but it is red it is the the reflection of the red light bulb likewise those confusion or wrong perceiving mental faculties affect the mind does that make sense little more the mental faculty make is clear and unclear mind itself is capable of perceiving nice and natural capable of reflecting capable of perceiving everything yet mental faculty can play lot of tremendous things mind is natural is such it perceive whatever it is but when it is shown to the mind wrong thing by the power of mental faculties mind perceive that it does not become mind is natural mind keep the reflection mind perceives that mind buys that mind follows that so capable of seeing whatever it is yet it can see wrong the psychic professor see is it capable of giving truth whatever going to be however mental faculty effects can make it wrong i mean it always happens always so this is uh, because of the mind natural how does this work it's not mind natural but it is does natural of the space is absolutely clean clear when a dirt road big truck drive by and a full of dust comes up it is not the natural of that space but the dust is still there when the time goes dust settles down the natural reappears again that's why some generation was our tumanam na lubruwa the mind natural is the luminance obstacles are temporary
the truck drive by the dusty road creates all those dust, especially in empty pickup truck uh, with full speed. Those dust are not the natural of space, but it's there. It makes us cough, doesn't see or see wrong, not clear. All this, all space been occupied by fog. The fog is not in, the, in the space. Space has no fog, but but fog comes in the space, and uh, it blocks. Just like that, mind by natural is luminous. It is capable of creating a positive things, or capable of cre- not creating, capable of entertaining the positive things, capable of entertaining the negative things. And negative things hurt us. Positive things help us. But mind is capable of entertaining all, both positive and the negative. It doesn't become it's natural. It's by it's natural, it's neither positive nor negative. It is neutral. Positives become our positive karma, negatives become our negative karma. Become, it's not, it becomes. Because where how we entertain, because we are in there. So that's that's how it works. Therefore, whether it is the pork or whether it is dust, it is separable. It is separable from the natural, from the mind itself. It's not unseparable. It is separable from the mind itself. That's why it's a separable. That's an important point. All the Buddhist teachings will say all the obstacles are temporary, they're not a, a permanent, it is a separable. And that's what it is. Everywhere you see it is say it's separable. Though it doesn't look like a separable, we are completely occupied, even controlled by our negative emotions. Ever since we are born, ever since we remember, it happens. So we almost think, like to accept as a reality of our mind, but it's not. Though we talk two points here, the relative mind and the absolute mind. When we are talking about the clear light and natural, all this, we are talking about the relative mind, not an absolute mind. Relative mind. A relative mind perhaps is the true mind. Like you, you remember in the body mind, we say relative body mind is true body mind, absolute body mind is a and not body mind is wisdom, we normally say that, right? Or similarly here, I think there is a true relative mind and absolute mind. When we are talking about the mind as a functioning, as a basis, what we are referring as mind, we are really talking about relative mind, we are not really talking about absolute mind. As I said earlier, the mind is capable of entertaining, whether it is absolute mind or relative mind, absolutely capable of entertaining anything it appears. Therefore, it is capable of entertaining attachment, hatred, etc., negative emotions, as well as faith, and etc., positive emotions. Everything is capable of entertaining. However, however, truth, the truth is, truth is the reality, reality, and therefore, for hatred is untrue, compassion is true, love is true, anger is not true. 
because it doesn't last. There's no continuation. Cannot you cannot get to the point of a pure aspects of it because it cannot go. It is. It is somehow they all has to fall apart because it's not in the natural of the mind. It will fall off. Fall off is not a truth. There was a question few years ago. Somebody asked me, "How come love will prevail? The compassion will prevail, not the hatred, because compassion is truth. Hatred is not truth. Compassion is truth. So that's why. That is interesting. The mind by natural, it is pure." Therefore, pure aspects of it can become a part of mind easily and remain. Negative aspects will also perceive by mind, become a part of it. However, it is separable because it's not reality, because it's not a truth. Anyway, both of those negative aspects. And the positive aspects of it, both of them, both of them will occupy mind. Both of them entertain the mind, influence mind. That is because of interdependentness of it. Cause conditions, cause conditions make things happening, and that's why mind been entertained by negative. Forces or positive forces are、uh, depends on the cause and the conditions, and that's why we, as a spiritual practitioners, try to do right thing because we would like to entertain our mind by the right way. We would don't want to entertain our mind in the wrong force. If we do. We get the negativities. We get the coming consequences. If we entertain by positive, we get the positive deeds, and we get a we get a positive gain, coming gains, and this is how it works. Then within our mind, it also we have two types of mind, not a relative and absolute. But a gross mind and a subtle mind. <laughs> this this is how you look in mind, you know, how you look in mind. There's a gross mind, there's a subtle mind. Because of our emotions, both positive and negative, these emotions lead and、uh, have、uh, some kind of a mind occupy. Some people have much more. Because the emotional person will have a lot of emotional re- reactions, and、uh, little careful people, little settled people, we have a little bit of、uh, settled mind. If something is going wrong, it's not so easily disturbed. If something is going right, not so easily fly.、Uh, fortunately or unfortunately. In our American society, American culture, it is very emotional, very emotional. Something little thing happens, ready to cry.、Uh, tears been without any difficulty, we roll in, roll out. And、uh, some little thing, good thing, how it goes on the way out there, you know? Yeah, oh, and this is our natural too. Uh, this is our natural too, and that's I think so much easily affecting by the emotions are gross mind. <laughs> the subtle mind will not affect that much. When the mind retreats from its lot of activities, like when you do meditation, retreating, retreating, what you are training, what you are training is. Giving a stability, stability in the mind. Let the mind does not easily influence by the emotions. 
that's why you're doing it. And so, I mean, they try not to leave everything at the gross level of the mind, taking a little bit in the little bit in the subtle level. The subtle level is not so easy uh, to influence by emotion because it has a lot of mental faculties, particularly discriminating mental faculty will function. And it has a time to react too. So the subtle mind is more. And even that subtle mind, we also have a deeper subtle mind. And that is what we call primordial mind. Primordial mind is the word primordial mind and it even says pre. So it's sort of almost like before anything happened. But probably is not according to the Buddha. Maybe we're using wrong terminology. I don't know. But the terminology what we use in Tibetan is nyuksem or nyumesem, original mind. And which really almost everybody talks about primordial here. However, this is a, such a subtle mind we don't see all the time. We don't see. Our gross mind we see all the time. Little subtle than gross and we see them. We see them. But the primordial mind or the nyungmesim, the nyungsim, we normally don't see. We only see at the time of death, at the time of the transition. Or in life, a meditative state which you can open that door. When you can open that door, you'll be able to see it. Otherwise, at the time of the death. That is what we call it, primordial mind. Whether that primordial mind is emptiness or not emptiness is a different story here. Not even, uh, it does pop up on my head, but it's not to be, not to be raised here, but I did raise. But it's not the question here, but it is that subtle mind. It is the most powerful mind and very subtle. And it is also the sources of all our semi-gross and gross mind and very gross mind. All of them are coming out of that very subtle primordial mind. That is the source of it. Well, yeah, this is where we come from. Previous life of a primordial mind very subtle mind from there we came here and uh, have all this whole life activities and uh, finally very subtle dissolving to that primordial mind itself is uh, coming from there going back over here and i don't know whether you like to call it home or not and uh, that's just a different story uh, whether it make it useful, it can be good home, and whether it is not make it useful, it is the home that rejects you, uh, home that rejects you. So, so this is about the mind that I like to talk tonight. I like to say thank you. <laughs>